Hey everybody, welcome to Dragon Academy Dropouts, your weekly dive into the DreamWorks Dragons universe. Season 5 is here. This is so exciting. So excited to talk about it with you guys. Oh yeah. Brooke and Max are here. Hey guys. Hey everybody. I am an actual dragon. He's an actual dragon who has seen all the episodes of season 5. Every single one. Yep. Sadly, Caitlin can't be with us this week, but we're still going to talk about everything. Caitlin, we miss you. We're sending actual fish your way. I'm sure she's so excited about <laughs> Who the fish. Who wouldn't be? She gets to keep them. Every single one. Oh. All right, guys. Let's just start out with our initial thoughts. A lot happened this season. Things I was expecting, things I could have never predicted. So, Brooke, what were your thoughts? Just whatever. Give it to I- us. I really enjoyed the season. Um, are, are we doing spoilers? Yes. I oh, yeah. Assume. Oh, we're, we're diving assuming, into it, yeah. All we're just way. assuming that everybody's watched the yeah. whole season. I mean, let's just get it out um, of the way right now. Johan, bad guy. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. We, now we've spoiled yes. the whole thing. Um, <laughs> go ahead. If you, if you have not watched the last episode, yeah, Johan, he's, he turned out bad and... I don't think anybody really not saw even, that coming. Not even the executive producers, I bet, saw that one coming. That's what I call an executive twist. Yeah, no. And so I feel, I hope they kind of go more into that next season and and go through kind of... How the hell that happened. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that needs to be kind of filled in. There's a lot but, of stuff, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I really enjoyed that that twist i literally gasped out loud during that scene because i was so not expecting that i thought there was going to be some kind of crazy oswald reveal but yeah Johan pops out and i'm like words i can't say because they're bad well we all know yeah. Johan is oswald so again yes. let's just get that out there too <laughs> i actually really liked what they did with the the oswald kind of story Actually, I wrote this in my, one of my favorite things that we'll talk about later was like the Oswald arc, because I feel like they have so many people that they've introduced in the show. And if there was only two seasons left and they introduced Oswald and he had a whole arc, it would just become too much. So I really hope they keep that arc and, you know, there was closure for everybody. So I really liked that. And you yeah. got to see Berserker Island. Yeah, that was cool. It's pretty boring, mm-hmm. honestly. Everyone seemed boring, low energy. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. I guess just Dagger took all of the energy of every every Berserker citizen and just like bundled it up into his entire persona. I think that's headcanon. Um, also, Dagger's Iron Throne. Oh, that yeah. We just talked about that. That is the I second um, Game of Thrones reference we've gotten on this show so far. So it's kind of cool to see that the writers are big fans of other things. Oh, yeah. Working it in for there. sure. That was a Game of yeah. Thrones reference? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, Max, what were your initial thoughts on the season? Did you like it? Did you not like it? I liked it. Um, I think, you know, when you're writing and you're a writer, they tell you things about how there are all kinds of different stories out there. So there are. Uh, character-based stories where we learn about the the inner being of a, of a character. We learn about it, they develop it, and the sort of plot-based stories. So uh, person versus environment. This could be a dragon, this could be a volcano, it could be anything, right? And those are the sort of the two kind of stories that most writers, they pick one and they write that. This season, I think, introduced a completely new type of story. In Race to the Edge Season 5, we got a market-based story 
That is every single episode took place in a market. Did you notice that? Like every single one. <laughs> that's, that's so true. Northern, Northern markets. Market. <laughs> I mean, I think this is great, right? And and I think this ties in really well with Johan being a villain. Finally, we realize that all along the biggest enemy is capitalism. I mean, that's I think where they were going. Am I right? Oh, spe- okay. Speaking of markets. Yeah. Do you know when they're when they're on they're leaving the edge and the twins are selling all their stuff? Yeah. How how did that was in a market, right? How did all those people get to the edge? Because there was people like buying their stuff their from state their sale. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, and I was like, how did all of these people get Maybe to the edge? Maybe they kept it old school and they made some flyers and threw them around. We've seen them make flyers before. That's true. The team mail. Guess. It's like a yard yeah. sale. I was like, what? I love yard sales. So yeah. yeah. I really had this season grow on me. I first watched all the episodes and I was like, oh, this was okay. Like not in my top three seasons, but somehow I had time to rewatch a couple of them. And I think it really started growing on me because I started noticing some of the subtleties of how they've kind of grown the characters. And also one thing I really liked about this season is that they didn't take themselves too seriously. There were so many funny bits and ongoing jokes. They had all those puns, like Mm -hmm. Snotlout narrating that one episode. I mean, in general, I think Snotlout was great. I mean, I'm not biased or anything. Definitely not. But Snotlout (laughs) is, he, what a season for Snot. Snotlout owned this season, basically. I feel like so many of the characters were really true to what we believe and know them to be this season, which I'll get to a little bit later. So many people were in character and the show was just kind of funny and whimsical, which is when it's at its best. I was just going to say, you also got to see a lot of different sides of characters that you wouldn't necessarily see. Um, Like Astrid, for example, Snotlow, they both kind of had different emotions and stuff. Astrid punched a snake. That was pretty cool. Astrid owns my life now. She punched that snake and I'm like, well, I belong to her. Yep. You, you think she couldn't get more badass and here we are. Yep. Anything else before we move on? Yeah, I have uh, something to say. <clears throat> and this, is, this is the dress toward the characters of Burke. Why must you go to the northern markets? It never turns out well. It literally never does. Why do you go there? Like every single there. time it turns out badly. Just stop. Like, if you ever think about, you know, going to the northern markets, if you like think, okay, well, maybe we should go there. Just take a minute and be like, you know, we've gone there like five times now and zero out of five times did we get what we want from the northern market. Don't. Just don't. (laughs) That's my recommendation to you. Don't. Okay, that's it. Do you feel better now? Much. Good. Okay. Glad to hear. All right, so we already talked a little bit about one of the big surprises we got this season, which was Johan. I kind of love it. I kind of didn't expect to be shocked by anything because I feel like we kind of get used to how the patterns of the reveals go, but Mm -hmm. like I gasped so loudly because I didn't expect it. And then thinking back on everything and how Johan has contributed to these different plots over the last 60 or so episodes that we've gotten, I was like, holy crap. If yeah, they didn't no. plan this from the start, they wrapped it together real well. Johan is the villain we didn't know we needed. No one did. Not even the voice actor no. who played Johan really even knew that, I bet. <laughs> I like how yeah. his voice changed. Like when he was in villain mode, you could still hear that it was Johan, but he talked so differently. I'm really excited to hear <laughs> like what the heck is going on with him. I know. I'm, I really hope they kind of flush that out more because... 
Yeah, that was like one of the only things that really surprised me. Like I wasn't surprised by Vigo or the Dragon Eye. I was kind of surprised that Hiccup was building another one because I was like, oh, that's pretty. Yeah, other than that, there wasn't really anything that really surprised me besides Johan. I'm surprised they went to the Northern Market so many times. I mean, come (laughs) on. I was surprised by how many returning faces we got this season. We got Gustav, we got Alvin, we got Savage. Who else did we get? Well, Vigo's back. That's a big deal. We got a Drago flashback. Yeah, that was crazy. I was like, whoa, they went for it there. I think that was like one of the the coolest things about this season was um, when they kind of connected it to the movie with that, you know, yeah. like with Krogan and, and Vigo kind of knowing each other or working or whatever they were doing together. But yeah, it was kind of neat to, to have that connection. Definitely. Um, I think now that we're kind of reaching the light at the end of the tunnel with the final season coming up, they're kind of focusing on the final point and that's how to train your dragon too. Right. Which is cool. You know what I was surprised about that Tufna died. I thought he wouldn't thoughts. You never know what to expect with that one. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. One other thing that surprised me, there were two characters that were not mentioned at all this season, I think. One of them was Riker, and one of them was Shattermaster. Yeah. Like, no mention at all. No. I was kind of surprised by that. He, like, yeah, even on Berserker Island, you'd think that, you know, Shattermaster would be, like, the dragon king of the island, because... Like, besides for Heather, nobody else there really rides dragons, right? So, yeah. But yeah, nothing. At first, I thought to myself, does that mean that he's dead? But I've decided that I'm going to be in denial and not acknowledge that. He's fine. Nope, he's alive. I saw somebody made a Tumblr post that they think Shattermaster is off in the Great Hall at Berserker Island eating a bunch of rocks, like a war hero that Dagger decided would be retired. I thought that was really Ooh, funny. Like I've accepted that headcanon. That works for accepted. me. Accepted. Yep. That's true. Whoever wrote that, good job. Yep. Yeah. No mention of Riker at all. I thought maybe they dropped like one line about how my brother died, blah, 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 or my brother tried to do this and he failed or something, but we didn't get anything. No. I was kind of shocked. Hmm. I mean, in general, I don't think they had a very good brotherly relationship. So I think that's a fair yeah. assumption. Because that like, would have kind of solved the whole, like, were they actually going against each other? Was it all part mm-hmm. of their plan to, like, pin each other against each other, which we never really kind of found out. So, For example, I've never, like, choked my brother. I think that'd be bad. <laughs> Max, that please don't terrible. choke your brother. I, I'll try not to. I'll try not to. But, like, that seems like a bad, like, just from the start, before they even fought with each other or anything, like, if you get on, like, choking terms... Bad, bad sign. Let's talk about villains. We already kind of talked about the Johan twist a bit. Yeah. Um, But we had uh, Krogan was the big, the big new villain. So what did you guys think of him? For our listeners and me, who was he? I kind of forget. I, I was not in my best dragon absorption mode because I was tired. Who was he? He was kind of the... Drago number two guy. Yeah. Uh, he he kind of lingered around the last couple seasons in okay, passing. I know who he is. In yeah. the Northern okay. Markets. Were you distracted no, in the Northern Markets and you missed him, Max? 
Yeah, I was just too focused on these markets. Like, wow, every single episode, market, market, market. Yeah, you can tell how they're like the potato thing. (laughs) Yeah, you can kind of tell how they're moving toward How to Train Your Dragon 2. Like, first, Dagger just wants one dragon. That's his villain thing. Um, Vigo wants to sell dragons. Krogan wants to ride dragons to kind of control them just to fight people. And then we're going to get to Drago, who wants to use them to rule the world. And power a boat. I mean, that is pretty cool. Bad, but cool. So do you guys think that Krogan takes away from Drago and How to Train Your Dragon 2? Do you think that with him kind of controlling dragons, it kind of, you know what I mean? I think that's the only thing I was worried about. No. He kind of looks like Drago a little bit. Like, didn't Drago also have that, that's like, scar too? Am I right? I feel like maybe they're from the same, like, tribe? Yeah. Or I village? they're the same person. Well, from what I saw from the flashback, they were both there at the meeting of the chiefs where everybody died except Stoic. So they're not the same person. Yeah, but that's a memory. It could be wrong. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say something, but you got me off track. I feel like I kind of need to see what he gets up to in the next season to make my like full opinion on him. Um, I like how ruthless he is and how it kind of makes this whole war aspect of the show real. Like they've really mm-hmm. never been chased down by people on dragons like that. Um, right. Like, they were yeah. really a threat. Um, they had to bring all of Burke to fight them. So I like how it's kind of intensifying. That's cool to me. Right. I like how yeah, Krogan no, liked Snotlout's S for Supreme Leader. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. There was so much. Like, I watched it all in one sitting, and I'm trying to go back and, yeah. like, For our listeners, sp- we're going to try to do our best to stay accurate, but obviously this show has only been out for, like, 36 hours at this point, and we're We're, trying. we're tired. <laughs> we're tired, Yes. <laughs> Um, it's yeah, like the so longest day. I don't know which one of those characters I am, but I'm one of them. So Vigo is back as well. We made some strong predictions about Vigo in the last episode, and I think we were wrong because <laughs> he did yeah. just fall in the volcano and land on a rock and get a face scar. Yeah. I mean, I think they could have done without him. I don't know. Maybe they have something planned, like, in the plans for him but I feel like if they did end his story arc it would have been okay um just because I don't know what else is gonna happen with him yeah the dynamic between him and Krogan was very interesting it's a very like power struggle yeah but then they were also trying to kill each other and just making comments at each other all the time about how each other sucked it was which is true they both do (laughs) they both suck yeah, and then Johan's involved with both of them, which is really interesting. I really want to find out more about that. Yeah, I have no idea where that's going. I honestly no, have no clue. They were talking about, like, the King of Dragons or something, which I was like, what? So I'm really interested. Well, we're going to find out next season because it's the last one. That's yeah. true. Capitalism, the truest, most powerful villain in How to Train Your Dragon. It just It's very, like book like book how to train your dragon like the king yeah that's what it just kind of reminded me of like the whole king of dragons 
Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see where they go with this and how our now three villains are all working together and trying to get something out of that relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly they're looking for something that we haven't seen yet. So if Johan couldn't get his hands on it and he's all over the place, then it must be something really, you know, elusive or... So this is off topic, but I wonder what happens when you take two dragon eyes and you combine them. Do you get like something special? Probably not because there's not meant to be two. Yeah. Well, why did Hiccup make a second? Because he still thinks the first one is destroyed. out Out of the story, right? From the perspective of like a writer, he made one. He didn't do anything with it, which means he's going to do something with it in the next season. What? I don't know. I don't know. It's exciting. <laughs> Maybe find more lenses. Get the lens back that Heather had on her belt for five seasons, and nobody nobody noticed, noticed that. Though nobody we noticed did. that. We noticed. I don't again, believe that. Again, let me just say something to the writers of Burke. That is Hiccup and the others. Why are you? We we knew this like from season whenever Heather came in. We knew it, and and I don't know why you didn't. I love how they they called that out too. Like everybody was like, "You had that on the whole time," and like, how did we not notice? Like it was just very, you know, it was like they were just the audience was like speaking through them because yeah, I laughed at that. I wonder if the writer of that episode had seen fan comments about it online and was like, "I can acknowledge that." Oh crap, we forgot about Heather Strike and I. (laughs) (laughs) Better tie up the plot quickly. Um, But it seems like it's going to be a strong thread between the last two seasons. So it's not just isn't her isn't her dragon eye like really important? Isn't her dragon eye like really important? Isn't that what Oswald said in his letter? Am I going crazy? I think Oswald, who is um, Johan, gave it to Heather temporarily because he knew he had to fake his death. But then when he comes back as Johan, he wants the, the the lens again, right? So he has to find it. And he knew Heather had it. And he couldn't have just tried to trade it from her with something in all those times they'd met up. I don't think that's accurate. Sorry to shoot down your idea, but... It's a good yeah. idea. Just wait. Just wait until the end of the next season Especially... when my idea is right. I'm going to put my idea on a full diagonal of a bingo card just because <laughs> I'm that confident. <laughs> okay. All right, Moving one more on. villain that I wanted to talk about, um, who wasn't a super big villain this season, but he did have a major part in an episode, was Savage. We saw him come mm-hmm. back last season, and now he's back this season. And I have one major gripe with this plot. If Dagger and Hiccup are such big allies now, and they're brothers, and they have this strong bond and friendship, why is Dagger inviting Savage back into the group when he literally tried to sell off Hiccup in the last season? It doesn't make sense to me. I know Dagger's deranged, but come on, bro. Maybe he just figured like, oh, I'll give this guy a second chance. You know, a second chance. Dagger's Because I mean Savage was really loyal. Yeah. Yeah. He gave Gustav like (laughs) fifteen chance, I'm sure. He gave Gustav a free month at camp. Like (laughs) it's true. Oh, Gustav. We should talk about Gustav. Your thoughts. I think we'll get to Gustav. Uh, Okay. I think no. Let's let's talk about Gustav now. I don't know. I wasn't really surprised. Like surprised. I the only thing I was confused about was, like, I wanted to know more about like why he went to Berserker. Like, did Dagger go to Burke and 
like scout out little dragon riding preteens. At the end of the episode, when Dagger was talking to Snot Loud after Gustav was like, I can't do this, I can't do this. He was like, Stoic asked me to take him off his hands because he can't handle a man. Oh, that makes so sense. So literally the chief of the tribe was like, that. this child is so annoying. Please just take him, take him somewhere for, I don't know how That makes was. sense. That's like awesome. Okay. Yeah. No, that solves my question then. Cause I was like, I don't really understand why he's here. And then he was like back at Burke and I was like, like back on the auxiliary team. <laughs> yeah it's like okay but no that makes perfect sense that i must have missed that part it's okay i probably missed a lot of things too we're doing our best (laughs) i know i missed a lot of things it's been a long Um, weekend so we got a lot of new dragons as well yeah correct me if i'm wrong but i think we only got three new dragons this season and a lot of reoccurring yeah. Dragon yeah, we got friends. like a full uh dragon arsenal reoccurring thing going on in the first was it what 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 episode was that? It's really early in the season where we got like mm-hmm. every dragon coming back. It's crazy. That's true. Which yeah. Cool. And we got so, so many razor whips. I am really happy about how many razor whips we got. Did you guys have a favorite new dragon? Uh or one that you liked? I mean, it's not new, but Razor whips. Pretty cool, mm-hmm. right? The like, babies, yeah. They were pretty cute. They were very cute. I, I hope they do bond with men, though. Because okay. as token male, I would really want one. Um, <laughs> you should like, be the that first would be man one of my ideal to go on there. Dragons, so. Yeah. You, razor you should be allowed to have a razor whip, I think. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I think the Slitherwing was... My favorite new dragon, just because of the context in which we got it. You mean Astrid mm-hmm. punched it? Yeah, that was the context. <laughs> yeah. That whole episode was just a fulfillment of a deep need that I've had from this show for a long time. My favorite part about the Slitherwings is how they fly, which is really weirdly, like, go back to that episode and just, like, spend the entire episode watching the Slitherwings fly. It's like... <laughs> Wow, this this is not a dragon that should fly. I don't know how it's flying. No, no, I totally agree. Because yeah. when I saw them, like the first, I was like, oh, that's sweet. We're getting dragons that don't actually fly. And then they started flying. And I was like, oh, that's very strange. Like, really strange. They would have been. Yeah, I, I was I mean, kind of hoping they would just kind of because be we just ground. don't naturally think of snakes as flying, right? Like we don't. Yeah. We can't picture that, right? We can picture dragons flying because we... we we know other things that look like dragons that also fly, but snakes, that's weird. I'd like to never see a snake fly. If I ever see yeah. a snake flying at me, <laughs> bye. It's over. Punch, punch it. it. You'd punch it. I would snake. punch it in the stomach. Yeah. Um, I'm liked- surprised that Astrid's fist could like penetrate that dragon. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, that was forceful. She's forceful. There's a whole um, poof that came out of it, wasn't that, like a happened. splatter yeah. of venom. Yeah. That was so cool. I loved that scene. Especially, I don't know if it was before or after where her and Hiccup were like talking about how Hiccup couldn't kill a dragon. So Astrid has to do it. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> she just Everybody has their stuff. role. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, that I really like that because it was very like in character. Like Hiccup's like, no, I can't. Like, I can't yeah. just kill these dragons for the greater good. This is why we're in this situation to begin with. <laughs> this is so. why Astrid is General Hoff. She can it's make true. the tough choices. 
like I said, I think in maybe another podcast, General Hoff is really the chief. And we know it and and everyone knows it. I think even Hiccup knows it. Hiccup's really good with dragons and he's really good at making weird things, but he's no chief. And we know that. That's a strong statement to make. I think I feel like they make a pretty even team. They balance each other out very well. Mm -hmm. Like she's very like aggressive and forceful and, you know, can make those tough decisions where like even as she said like it was very sensitive i kind of don't have a strong opinion on the sandbuster just because i think it got eclipsed by the hickstrid did anybody else feel that way yeah there was a lot yeah. going on that but, yeah i just kind of wanted to move on because we knew that that scene was coming up yeah and that clip leaked like a week ago or yeah. was posted a week ago so i was like oh well no not leaks. my favorite dragon no, I like it did the not Sentinels like, was posted. Um, they were really like, creepy, but cool. They were very creepy. Not something that I think we've seen before. Just like a dragon that's like, no, you have to stay here. Rock dragons. Mm-hmm. They were very cool. They were. I really like um, the kind of character that we got from the way that they moved and the way that they kind of transformed from fixed rock to completely moving dragon i think that yeah. was the coolest part of them um yeah I think I there's agree. like probably some character designer out there who like spent so much time figuring out how does a dragon turn into rock in a way that's creative and interesting and they did it and it was cool if you are the yeah. animator that worked on the gargoyle dragon message us we'd love to talk to you <laughs> that true. was very cool yeah their movements were very interesting mm-hmm no, I really liked those, and I liked how they were, like, the protectors of that island, and I'll kind of get to that when we a little bit later, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed them. Yeah, when they were kind of working as the antagonist, I use that term lightly, um, in that episode, mm-hmm. it was for a very defined purpose. Um, mm-hmm. Not just like, oh, we're trying to kill you because we're dragons. They're doing it for a reason, and thinking on it, they really shouldn't have gone to that island. So yeah. it's kind of their own fault. Speaking of Sentinels, let's talk about Hickstrid. <laughs> there we go. What you've all been waiting for. Yep. I know I've been waiting. All right. So, Sarah, what was your favorite Hickstrid moment? What did you think of the Hickstrid this season? <sighs> what to say? I liked those natural moments. Like... Probably when Asher was trying to beat the crap out of Throck and Hiccup was like trying to intervene and like dragging her away and you could just hear him in the background like, oh no, 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 oh no, oh no. And she's like screaming and stuff. I just thought little really in character, natural yeah. things that we kind of expect them to have were happening. And that was just yeah, very even, fulfilling. Even what I liked kind of at the same the same thing was like when Snotlone and her were fighting and Hiccup was just like yeah you should probably go now <laughs> like she's gonna go get a club on you <laughs> like yeah, I know her was great no I really like that like they just they're very in sync and I, I agree the, the natural stuff. scene I, oh yeah that was great it was very self-indulgent just because you know I'm a Hickster shipper I've had these head cannons for so long and like just to see it kind of come on screen that's cool I like it yeah I like how the twins were, like, watching, like, it was just normal. Like, oh, there they are again. <laughs> yeah. That whole episode and was interesting. Toothless and Stormfly were like, yep, 
Stormfly is like, yeah, my girl's going to beat your little boy's butt. So take it. I like it when, when Toothless and Stormfly fight too. That was cool. Yeah. Well, you are the, the number one Toothfly. Shipper. Oh, I am. I am. You know, I think honestly, speaking of Hickstrid, I think the best character relationship on the show is not between two characters, but between two dragons, Toothless and Stormfly. Much better than Hickstrid, in my opinion. And I know <laughs> that other people might have different opinions. But in my opinion, I do watch it for the Toothfly content. Max is number one Toothfly. Number one Toothfly confirmed. Although if I had to pick my favorite Hickstrid moment, it would probably be in Dawn of Destruction when they left and the rest of them totally destroyed all of the edge. That was, I think, kind of immature of them, you know, because Hiccup and Astrid, they kind of hold together the group. And if they leave... The whole thing just falls apart. And we know we know that happens, and they should have known that happens. Good I think they moment. did knew that would happen. But they but, did it anyway. They just, they just needed to go. But there were things other than dragons that they were thinking about. and Yeah, they just yeah. need to go to that island to get oil. Yep. They, <laughs> they have it. oil to collect together for two days. That's, That's it. That's a lot of That's oil. That's all that happened. They got the oil and came back. <laughs> Yep. Wait, did they actually come back with oil, though? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> what a lie. I don't think they got they any oil. We, we know what happened. They went on a flight. A romantic, yep. moonlit flight. A romantic, moonlit, oil-filled flight. That's yep. romantic. I, don't know I mean, I don't know what is more romantic than oil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's... It's pretty up there. I almost put a thinly veiled sexual euphemism on my bingo card, and I'm so disappointed that I didn't. Oh, because you should this, have. this episode would have delivered. Did it involve oil? Not specifically what I have in my head, but collecting oil. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I got it. Okay. Um, Let's talk about Thor Bone Crusher. Speaking of ships, <laughs> I really it's not like it. Thor I really Bone like Crusher. him. What a, so, what a pair. Yeah. I wasn't expecting him to come back at all. I thought that was just going to be a one-off filler that we got at the beginning of the show. Just as I kind of like how they brought it back. Mm-hmm. It somehow worked into the plot, which was interesting. Yeah. When we first saw Thor Bone Crusher, it was kind of just like, oh, Fishlegs is hypnotized. Now he's not. We moved a Skulldra and yay. But it actually had stuff to do and brought Alvin back, which was weird. Not what I expected at all either. Yeah, for like two seconds. Are there any other ships we need to cover? I mean, there's we got Hickstrade, we got Toothfly, we got Snot Crusher. Snot Crusher. Um, what about? <sighs> Do Chick- Brock and Roughnut have a ship name yet? Um, That's what I was gonna say. Because I think they need one, but Throcknut. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Let's yeah. What's good about I think that we're gonna is go it with could kind of work both ways. It could work with Rough Nut. It could work with Tough Nut. So if things change, we can reuse that name. Well, they do come as a pack, so it could That's true. just be both of them. Yep. I just loved that scene when Throck was talking about the engagement and marriage customs and Astrid just about murdered him on the dock. That was so funny. Yeah, that was good. I like to think in my mind that America Ferrera was like, I like what you guys have on this script here, but I think she should try to kill him. 
Yeah. And they're like, okay, you can act that out. Any other ships? Well, there were lots of literal ships. That's true. Which was your favorite was literal ship? Um, I like Trader Joe's ship. I think he has a really was, nice ship. Was that the only one? Well, Burke's fleet that they took into battle, <clears throat> which kind of gave me Game of Thrones oh, yeah. vibes from a couple weeks ago. On that, I show. like Stoic ship. Yes. Oh wait, <laughs> was that? A- <laughs> Never mind. No, I don't like that. That's so horrible. It's a joke. It was a joke. I felt it for was it. a terrible one. I'm very gullible. I'm glad you guys got it though. Yep. Um. So there's one more that we haven't covered yet. Chick nut. Mm, some drama going down. The best crack ship that I have. And yet, chicken found someone who isn't tough nut. Chicken can that be happy true. with her own species. That's true. But it's a little disappointing. I want little baby chickens. How so? That's that's disgusting. <laughs> I also almost put chicken laying eggs on my bingo card and didn't because I was like, oh, they're probably gonna do that in the last season to wrap up chicken's arc. But I, I like lost that, that too. I like that chicken has an arc. Everyone has to have an arc, even chicken. Yes. Yeah. Um, shout out to the Dragon Edge Chicken who follows us on Tumblr. What's up? Oh, yeah. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. We don't want to eat you. Never. Just appreciate from a distance. That's a great blog. We love your kids. Great kids. They were so cute. So cute. And Toughnut was so jealous because he's like, what? <laughs> How could I don't think he was another? expecting that. Toughnut's basically like dad number two. Toughnut's kind of like the gobber of that relationship there. He's going to raise those kids. True. Mm-hmm. I hope that's a plot next season. Something small like Tough Nut walking around with the chicks following him or something. That'd be so cute. Yeah. Just all over him. Are Fish Legs and Heather over? I think so. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was up like very last... cleanly. Almost too cleanly. Yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah, that was like last season. Okay. It's too bad. I thought they were good together. Mm-hmm. They were, but he's yeah. going to move on to Rough Nut sometime. Okay. So a lot happened this season, and I know there were a lot of things you guys enjoyed, like we've talked about so far. So do we want to each give our top three moments that we really enjoyed? What do you think? Sure. Why don't we do, like, our top three that we liked and then maybe, like, one that we could have gone without? Yeah. Okay. How about everyone else goes first and I go last because I didn't plan for this? All right. I'll go first. Go ahead, Brooke. Um, So my top three they're not really moments it's just kind of like things that happened um so I had written I have snot low character development which I really enjoyed um because I liked how they kind of brought him to this point where he knows that he's can be annoying and I think he called himself a muttonhead um and you know he's trying to work on not being like that uh i have the oswald arc slash berserker island because i thought that was really cool and i really liked how they did the oswald thing and the johan plot twist that That was was, those are my yeah and then the one thing that i could have done not done without but i wish they had done more with was the razor whip women tribe that whole stew thing 
it was just, it was very strange. And I feel like that should have been like a two-parter or something. Yeah. Cause we never, we never, them. yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe they'll come back. It was an interesting like, culture later on. Yeah. I just wish that they would have done more or gone without like the whole, oh, are we going to eat him? Like what's in our stew type thing. And then never go on that. Yeah. They kind of <laughs> wrapped up the cultural differences very cleanly at the end. Cause they're like, we don't yeah. normally let men on our island. We eat them. But, but then at the end, they're all sitting around the campfire together. But do they actually eat them? I don't think we ever really find that out. Or do we? I don't know. Um, I kind of just took it at face value. Though that was an episode I saw very early in the morning. Yeah. I think I need to give that one like, another watch. I was like, oh, maybe they do. And then I figured they just tied Snot Load up so he wouldn't go where the male razor whips are. But then I was like... But what's what about what's that stuff about the stew? Like, why are they making a big deal about the stew? And they never even like. I kind of figured it. they were gonna eat him just because they were like treating him all royally at the beginning. Like, mm. we'll feed you well and keep you in this nice hut, and like he wasn't really a prisoner. They were like pampering him for something. Um, but I might be yeah. wrong. I need to rewatch that episode. I didn't hate like I did not like the episode. I just wish that they would have done more with it or brought them back or something like i just i just needed to see more i felt i do hope they bring them back them. i hope they bring the razor whip babies back with them love those babies they were mm-hmm. cute 10 out of 10 that was my stuff definitely a good list i approve not that you need my Thanks. approval but hey <laughs> preach right, max should i go next or yeah go ahead okay so for my number three i have a little bit of what i said earlier just all the little comedic bits and running jokes that they had going on out through all throughout the season. Um, it was just very fun. I found myself laughing so hard at different moments. Like the twins, they invented the kitchen Island and the popcorn rough nut had a, the dingo ate my baby reference. Oh, that was that so great. I, I, that. <laughs> I had to pause my computer because I was laughing so hard. I was almost crying. It was so good. The change wing ain't my baby brother. <laughs> yeah, change wing ain't my baby brother. Um, it's not loud narrating the chicken drama was so funny. I think sometimes when the show takes itself too seriously, we like we notice more of the things that don't make sense here. Like we were having fun all throughout it. It was great. I really enjoyed that. For my mm-hmm. number two, okay. I have just kind of in general. The Wings of War episode, mostly because it felt very dragons, getting to see the tribe preparing for the war and seeing these differences between Stoic and Hiccup and even Hiccup and Astrid, which was interesting to see him like directly tell her, like, I won't stay here if this is what I have to do. And the look mm-hmm. on her face was just like, holy crap, he's leaving. But there wasn't unnecessary angst with that. It was just very true to the characters and they worked it out. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. And we got to see kind of some of Hiccup's internal turmoil. We got to kind of see everybody be very in character. And then just seeing them go into battle was awesome. As well as mm-hmm. seeing Astrid be the one to discover Vigo. I felt like she earned that. I hope she gets to kick his butt next season. I want her to be the one to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Astrid. For sure. Not that I want to go on a huge tangent about how much I love her, but I have Astrid in the No Dragon Left Behind episode as my number one moment. I thought she had so many great character moments this season in general, getting to see her flip out on fish legs, flip out on tough nut, like punch a snake, punch a snake, (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that we got to see her relationship with Stormfly more in that episode. Like we got to see them work together. We got to see how invested they were in their relationship. We haven't seen much of Stormfly like as a dragon character with a personality. And we got a lot out of that. And Astrid, she purposefully right. poisoned herself to save her dragon. I thought that was just so powerful. And we got to see real emotion out of her. We got to see her make decisions yeah, definitely. with a real purpose and really take real risks. And I loved it. So it's not just because <laughs> I love Astrid. I think she had a lot of great moments this season that I could keep talking about, but I won't. Um, no, yeah, I feel like her character was very well developed this season yeah like they did a lot with her so and then my moment that i might change would be that we really didn't see much of stoic and gobber this season especially stoic i really thought we were going to see a hickstrid reveal with him and i was really hoping for it but we didn't get it which is fine but i understand why they did the three-month time jump but i really would have liked to see more of Stoic interacting with everybody and getting to see him interact more with Hiccup as kind of the times are changing on the edge and they're kind of moving toward how to train your dragon too and coming home, which I don't think was a huge detriment to the season, but personally, I would have liked to see more of it. Right. Like maybe Stoic going like, oh, you know, it's time for you to come back and start working or start learning or something. Yeah. Cause I mean, we all know where he ends up, right? Yeah. And we might so, get that next season. I, hope I tend so. to think of these seasons as like two that go together, like the first season builds and supports the second season and so on. Um, so I think we'll get a lot more of that as the show wraps up. But I really wanted Stoic reacting to Hickstrid and I'm selfish. I really did want that. But mm-hmm. you can't always get what you want. That's true. Okay. Max, Max, do you have your list? Oh boy, do I have been taking notes the entire time. Here we go. Here we go. In the number one position, mostly determined by the order in which I thought of them, not so much the anything else. All those market moments. I love the market moments. Every single market moment was great and and just absolutely essential to the plot, absolutely essential to the character of the series market moments. I'm a I'm a big fan. Go Northern Markets, but don't actually go there. Number two, <laughs> razor whips. Love the razor whips. Love the tribe. I love the razor whip babies. I know there's a lot of initial, maybe hate is too strong of a word, but people didn't really like the fact that they had wings. And I just, I gotta say, I love I love the wings. I love the dragons. I, boy, do I love those dragons. Those are great dragons. Um, people so got mad whips. that. Razor whips have wings? Um, I think more that the people had wings. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. I was like, um, um, but- <laughs> there was a lot of talk about how they looked like fairies, but yeah, we need to go into they that. did. Though. And for raising all those razor whips and, and really making a difference in the dragon community, they may not be literal fairies, but to me, they they are fairies. So love, love them all. Great. Good, good stuff. Um, number three. And and see, I think I think number three is a little complicated. I think he's gotten a bit of hate recently from people, and I don't think he deserves it. I think he's great. I think he's just fantastic. So I I gotta give a shout out to the Gooster Gustav. He's great. Um, <laughs> I think he's my number three moment. Um, 
you know, his relationship with with Snotlout and Dagger. Fantastic. Love that episode. Love Gustav. Number four, Change Wings. Love Change Wings. <laughs> I, I thought, you know, 10 out of 10, Great Dragon. Um, zero out of 10 when they're invisible. But that's another issue. Um, love love the Change Wings. Love that they're migrating. Good job, Change Wings. Do you like the Change Wings when Tough Nut's in their stomach? Um, he was never actually in the stomach of a change wing. So I just got to say that's factually inaccurate. <laughs> wow. Way to call me out, Max. Got to, you know, I do love change wings and I don't like it when people say bad things about change wings. <laughs> change wings are one of my favorites. Um, so good job, change wings. Um, sorry. Sorry. Everyone hated you for that episode when in reality it was just tough nut being weird. Sorry about that. Good job, change wings. Love you all. Um, number five. <laughs> Smidvarg was just amazing. Love Smidvarg. <laughs> we didn't get much of him. There's not much of him this episode, and there's not much of the gang. Um, but what we got of him was great. And Smidvarg almost got eaten. I know. This brings me to number six. Garf. Love Garf. Except that one part when he almost ate Smidvarg. But other than that, Garf was amazing. Garf was so cute. I love him. Garf was so cute. I know. I love Garf. And, and you know, I think, although I love Toothfly, I love Toothfly a lot, um, and I think that's an important part of Stormfly and an important part of Toothless, I have to say, I also love Garfly. Garfly is a fantastic friendship, and, and I really approve, and I'm very sad that, that Garf is, is no longer. Speaking of the thing that I wish didn't happen, or maybe would have changed, I wish Garf lived, because I love Garf. Good job, Garf. What? I wish Garf, Garf were alive. Garf. Garf is alive. Garf is alive? He didn't die. Max, you're getting here. Garf's mother is in the hands of Krogan. We need to see Garf again because we need them to reunite. Garf is alive? Garf is alive. Oh my yeah. god. Stormfly saved Garf. That's fantastic. I'm so happy now. I guess that means there's nothing that I would change in this series. Nothing at all. Well, didn't they, they put Garf on another island, right? Like, yep. Yeah, but then he died, team. didn't he? No. No, no. he was He's perfectly healthy. Garf's okay. chilling. Garf and Stormfly's little hug. Can we just talk about that for a that second? That was so sweet. Love Garfly. Love Garfly. Put his little T-Rex <laughs> arms on Stormfly's head. Oh, so cute. That was cute. I think it was a little sad, though, that um, Astrid and the others didn't really recognize the difference between being poisoned and being sad. But to be fair, it was Astrid and... She, I don't think is, sorry, Sarah, she's not fully in touch with her emotions. You know, Hiccup, there are many, there are many problems with Hiccup and, and there are many things that Hiccup as a person needs to address about his personality and about how, how he is a chief that I think he, he has work there, but Astrid, she could be a little more in touch with her emotions and, and she could learn from Hiccup in that, I think, don't you think? I think she's working on it. Oh, she is, but she could do a little better. And, and in touch with her dragon's emotions, I think they have a really strong bond, but if you can't tell the difference between being poisoned and being sad, um, this is a problem. Anyway, love, love, love Garfly. Great stuff. Nobody's perfect. Except All Garfly. Right. All right. Are there any other big moments that we haven't talked about? Anything that comes to um... mind? The Hickstrid betrothal. Did we talk about that? We kind of, we talked about Hickstrid, but did we address the betrothal? I think um, Astrid really is is really well set up for anniversaries because now she just has to instead of giving Hiccup a gift, just say I am the gift, <laughs> right? 
I'm here. I'm and sure Hiccup she will. Hiccup would just totally Max. accept that because Hiccup is um, Hiccup. Yep. He's weird. I agree. But yeah. he's Hiccup. Except Hiccup's the one that they need to worry about sticking around instead of Astrid. Astrid's going to be there. She's she's a homebody. She's dedicated and loyal. Hiccup's Oh, Hiccup's off. loyal. Hiccup's dedicated. To dragons. And Astrid. And dragons. Hiccup would pick a dragon over Astrid. Which I, dragon he, would he pick over Astrid other than Toothless? I don't know. I feel like if people had like a gun to both of their heads, he'd be like, I can't kill a dragon. He'd be like, shoot me instead. And they'd be like, yeah. no, you have to pick one of these. He'd be like, damn it. My plan didn't work. It would be a really hard decision. This would be one of these instances where they just end up shooting both of them. Because Hiccup doesn't decide. He'd just be like, this is too And I feel like Astrid would make him Astrid would shoot her. pick to save Toothless. Yeah, yeah, she would. For sure. She knows yeah, what this... he means to him. Yeah, I liked how Astrid couldn't pick out what to buy. I find that very relatable as someone who never knows what to get people for gifts. Mostly guys. Mm-hmm. Guys are hard for me to shop for. Just as a life lesson, if you're shopping for a guy or anyone, don't go to the northern market. <laughs> go somewhere else. <laughs> go somewhere else. I'd go to Trader Johan's ship, but that's no, infiltrated go too. go somewhere else. Somewhere else. Else. Yeah, who's gonna like do the trading now that Johan's like he's gonna, gonna still do gone. the trading and Johan <laughs> traitor Johan. He just like totally disrupted the whole economy of Burke. Like, how are they gonna get their stuff? How are they gonna trade? He's the economy's trading, gonna tank. He's just trading in secret. Burke house prices are gonna rise. <laughs> Thinking back on the Johan thing how many episodes he was responsible for stuff going wrong. Like even with the Submaripper, he was the one that took everybody there and they all got killed. So is he that ruthless that he would sacrifice all of his traitor friends? I mean, he did send like child hiccup to breakneck bog. So I got to rewatch all these episodes now. He's been feeding hiccup um, supplies for his dragon eye. He was the one that sent him after the dragon eye in the first place. Yep. I'm, I'm shook. This whole Johan thing, I don't know where this is going. Yeah, it was just I a total- I don't think they planned it, but it total totally worked. executive twist. It's not unplanned. <laughs> it's an executive twist. It means that no one from, you know, Johan himself to the executive producers knew what was going on. That's how twisty it was. Wow. All right. So, like, we could go um, back and watch those episodes. I'm curious to see yeah, how Johan- we'll probably have to. Changes- after this executive twist. Is this kind of like Heather being Dagger's sister? A good example of an executive twist. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Just to kind of review from last week, I made a bingo card to try to predict for this season. It did not go well. (laughs) We were a little off. Yeah. As I mentioned before, there were so many things I almost put on it, but I was like, no, I got to put on these other things. They're probably going to do that next season. And I was wrong. Yeah, Hiccup, he kind of went in a different inventing direction than I was thinking he would. So I missed a lot of those. Not as much Stoic and Gobber, that really messed me up. Yeah. You know, we didn't get a ton of Burke in general, so. No, we didn't. I got Oswald the Agreeable, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we kind of moved forward with that little subplot. Mm-hmm. Closure. Um- all right. Um, so should we kind of finish up with our who is our season MVP? Who stood out for you guys yes. the most? Max, would you like to go first? 
Okay. I pick Razor Whips. Really great. They are my MVP. Okay. Brooke, who's your MVP? I had a tie because I couldn't decide. Um, I had Snotloat because he was just totally, he was fantastic. Oh, yeah. He was. Season. Um, and then I had Throck because I just <laughs> loved him. And he, like, the whole Rough Nut thing was, it was so great. And there was just that whole, like, cultural difference between their tribes and he just really wanted to like ma- like take her back and marry her <laughs> that was really funny he was like, yeah no so i had throck and like the whole thing with him and the the great protector like that was so sweet like, it he was just, very sweet yeah so i had throck and it's not low. that's good um, i'm gonna add number seven the great protector to my list because he was pretty great i just have to say as much as I think Astrid was amazing this season and we got to see a lot of awesome moments from her, I have to pick overall for the season, Snot Loud as my MVP. He Oi, oi, oi. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he had so many episodes that he really got to show off and be funny and drive the plot forward and show how much he's grown as a character and just be awesome. He's such a great character. The show has really developed Snot Loud in a great way. I love it. Um, his voice acting is incredible too. There's never a bad moment with Snot Loud. Always mm-hmm. enjoyable. Gonna put it on number eight on my list. Snot Loud, really great. Love Snot Loud. I think we, we really dove into the season. There was so much that happened. I'm sure there will be things we think about later. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening, we'd love to hear from you guys. Who was your season MVP? What were your top moments that stuck out to you? What did you think about Hickstrid? What did you think about the new dragons? Let us know. Send us questions comments we'd love to hear from you send us that good old t-mail we want to hear your terror <laughs> mail messages yes speaking of johan i just want to say really quickly i love how they call him tj <laughs> that was like funny. that's so great the t-mail from tj yeah it's like oh it's so great the writing on that show it's yeah. fantastic we've gotten um, so many funny nicknames yeah. I mean, half of them are nicknames for like Snot Out by Dagger. Those are great. I tried to write down as many of the Snot Out nicknames that Dagger said as possible. Snot Out had so many good nicknames this season <clears throat> Snot Lid, Snot Hole, Snot Face, Snot Rider, Snot Knuckles, <laughs> and my personal favorite, Snot Pocket. Love Snot Pocket. <laughs> snot Pocket. Amazing. All the dagger and snot loud moments were great, but the nicknames in particular were so funny. When I was talking uh, with Zach Perlman, I really missed out an opportunity um, on using all of these nicknames, calling him Snot Pocket and everything. I think that would have been great. He like is Snot Loud. He's so great. <laughs> and he sounds a little bit like Snot Loud too. It's great. Would you like to plug your interview? Yes. I interviewed him. You can probably read it, but not right now. Later. Where can they find it? Probably somewhere online. On what website? The one I have with like the dragons and stuff. What is it called? I forget. It's Burke's Grapevine. Uh, yeah. But That's I thought... what it's called. All right, guys. Where can you find us? Don't forget to sure. tune in Dragon and drop out with us at dragondropouts.com and our Tumblr thing, Dragon Dropouts. And our Twitter thing, Dragon Dropouts. And we're also on Facebook at Dragon Academy Dropouts. So check us out. That's really long. Why is it not Dragon Dropouts?
You should definitely follow us, like us, and download and listen to our new episodes. We're going to have a new one every week. And if there's anything that you guys want to request that we talk about or anything that we might have missed from today's discussion or just anything in general that you guys liked that you want us to talk about, send it in. Um, We take all dragon-related content. Send us your T-mail. Yes. Send us your T-mail. Send us your T-mail. All right, guys. Brooke, Max, thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll be back next week with another dragon battle. 